Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Whether it's your first step on the property ladder or your first place with stairs, from new builds to rebuilds, a new home is one of life's biggest moments. And we all know life doesn't always go to plan. That's why at Bank of Ireland, our personalised mortgages can change if your life changes. When you're ready to make a move, we're ready to make it with you. Bank of Ireland. Begin. Lending criteria, terms and conditions apply. Over 18s only. Mortgage approval subject to assessment of suitability and affordability. Bank of Ireland Mortgage Bank trading as Bank of Ireland Mortgages is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. So hypothetically speaking, this happened to a friend of mine. It really did happen to a friend of mine. This is not one of those that happened to me and it was, it was my friend. It really was my friend. So let's say you and I are in a club and... We lit, we turning it up. And for some reason, this light-skinned dude with a lot of grease in his hair keeps staring at me. And I notice it. I'm like, why does this dude keep staring at me? I have no idea why. And I look to you. And see, here's the thing. Here's the backstory of what actually happened. His girl used to talk to this guy back in the day right so he looked at her and he said bae why does this dude keep staring at me she said i don't know he stared at him the entire time and then when he finally left and they got far away from the spot she was like i know why he was staring at you so let's go back to the moment of if this was you and i and we were in this club and I, and I see this light-skinned, greased dude staring at me. And I go, why is he staring at me? What are you going to say? He's staring at you because you're cute. And that's exactly why this is going to be a very long hour for you. <laughs> Welcome to In The Moment. Always be mine. There's a moment in everything, and everything is a moment. I talk about the comedy in it all. If this is your first time, welcome to the funniest podcast you've never heard. I'm your new favorite comedian, Mo Mitchell, your money back. Shout out to all my regular listeners. Episode 39. I have company today. You want to introduce yourself? Yes, hello. It's me. (laughs) It's me. That's all. Again, it's just me. Bree is in the building. Uh, if you're a fan of mine, a friend of mine, a listener, you know who Bree is. And there's a whole lot of questions, a lot of concerns, a lot of things people want to know. <laughs> and frankly, I'm tired of people jumping in her DMs with thoughts. 
So <laughs> we gonna get to the bottom of some shit within this next hour. Cause I'm tired of it. I done had enough. Welcome to episode 39 of In the Moment. Uh, the format won't change. Let me get into some things I'm mad at. But while I have a lady with me, I can address some things I can't normally address when I'm on my own because I don't have a woman's perspective. So I would like to take advantage of the fact that I have a woman's perspective. I know you just want to spend the whole hour talking about us. <laughs> I, know, I know that's what you did. I know in the back of your head, you like, I don't know what you come to do, but you want to talk about us. And we're going to get to that. It's going to be a whole lot of us. This is us. Yes. But first... There's some things I'm mad at. I'm going to start with, why do women have so many pictures on their phone? Wait a minute. Seriously, let's talk about it. I'm, I'm, come on, man. I done seen too many women go to their pictures on their phones. They got 4,000, 5,000, 6,000 pictures. Why do y'all have so many pictures on y'all phones? Okay, okay. It's multiple reasons. It could be the lighting. It could be, you know, sometimes your phone does a, a live and it takes multiple pictures at once. It could be the fact that we need to screenshot some stuff for later. Have some receipts. Um, let's see. It could be that you like memories. I mean, you know, I like memories. Transfer them to your, to your computer, to your cloud. Do something. Why is there 10,000 pictures on your phone? See, here's why I'm mad that y'all, most women have so many pictures on your phone. Because half of the pictures y'all have on your phone is the same picture. Okay? Uh-uh. If you take 24 selfies, fam, you only need to keep two of them. <laughs> Delete the other 22. They all look the same. And you're never going to use the extras. Okay, I could see that you would want those deleted. That makes sense. No, clear up, clear up your phone. <laughs> okay, because your phone is a representation but, of your life. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, why my phone matter? <laughs> <laughs> That's why. <laughs> I've had enough of it. What else am I mad at? Tony Braxton. I'm mad at Tony Braxton. Mm-hmm. What is Tony? <laughs> so, <laughs> right after WAP came out, Tony Braxton said, I wish when I was younger I was a hoe. <laughs> and I quote, I believe that, that, was, that wasn't the quote. I'm joking. <laughs> it's it, like, end quote. <laughs> it was, um, she said that she wishes when she was younger she had more fun. She engaged in more sexual activities with men, and she did more. She was a little more wild. And I felt like, does she have kids? She does. She has a son? Mm-hmm. Two. All right. Well then I guess that's why he wasn't too upset about it. Because as I'm feeling like as a son, I don't want my mom's to say that. Like if you feel that way, keep that to yourself, mom. She could have used better wording. I think she was what I feel like she was trying to say is maybe she was more focused on her career and she should have partied more, but that's not what she said. Nah, she said, Yo, I should have been out here. <laughs> I should have I, I been busting it open more. WAP encouraged me. She was inspired by WAP. And I don't ever want Tony Braxton to be inspired by WAP when she made seven whole days and man enough for me. Mm-hmm. Do you think more women look back on their life in their 40s, 50s, 60s and say, I was too, well, not, the, not the woman who actually had the uh, quote-unquote whole phase. But the women who did it, do you think there's something to that that you as a woman may get to a certain point in life and go, I didn't really live. Like, I let the um, expectations and what other people may have thought about me and my movements, I let that get in the way and I didn't really explore like I wanted to. Is that a thing? Speak for other women. Don't speak for you. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... 
people go through midlife crisis. Like it's, it's the same thing for men. When you see them older and then they have goals in their mouth and they're still sagging, like that's cute. Like they reverse it. It's called a midlife crisis for a reason. Oh, so you talking to Jim Jones? You was you when, <laughs> you was when Jim Jones was hit forty and still had braids. Hey, braids. I I don't understand it. Can Why? you have braids in your forties as a man? What are those? Why? Why? Can you wear Can you wear jerseys for your son? <laughs> like support. <laughs> you can't wear jerseys. <laughs> like if you're going to the dress? game, though, you can wear jerseys, right? But is it initialed and like autographed and stuff? Or what, what is no, it? so like like if you're taking your son to the game, you can't have a Trey Young jersey on. No, I don't want anything that says Young on it for me as a man. Okay, he's a player. I could have picked any player. <laughs> you gonna do this for every player I, I pick? You know I could. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I I wonder when Tony said that I feel like women were. I saw in the comments that some women were like, "Yeah, I kind of." I kind of understand that. But then I also think, like, how did Baby feel about that? Are they married? Baby kisses boys in the mouth. He don't got no feelings. So he, he, he lived. He doesn't. <laughs> he could. <laughs> yeah. He could. He went through all three of them. He is, is <laughs> baby good. That was wild for her to say that. Do you think Tony's going to do a versus? With who? Her sister. <laughs> no, I'm straight. Tamar. No, Tony got way more than Tamar. If you're not familiar with what Versus is, um, it's basically when two artists have 20 songs apiece and they play their songs against one another. And most recently, we got Monica versus Brandy, which is it was dope to see because when it first came up, um, we didn't think it would happen. Monica was like, I'm not with it because she felt like Monica and Brandy, they have been pinned against each other they've been forced to be competitors when i guess that's not really what they wanted since the beginning of time and then they made the song the boy is mine and everybody has been trying to figure out who the boy belongs to i keep telling people the boy is drake so drake has made himself known as the boy so just <laughs> ask drake who he belongs to um drake belongs to everyone drake is for the streets the boy does not belong 100%. to either one of them we know this what we don't know is whether or not Monica and Brandy actually like each other or not. That has been the focal point of the culture for the last week and a half, two weeks now, right? So Monica and Brandy battle it out. The general consensus is that Brandy won. The consensus on my podcast is that Monica won. Ditto. <laughs> <laughs> now, I will admit I'm a little biased in that because Monica's music is more for me. That's not to take away from Brandy. Brandy's incredible. I love Brandy as well. But Monica's music just does it for me a little more. Before you walk out of my life, don't take it personal, angel of mine. They just do a little more for me than sitting in my room. That's all I'm saying. Speaking of sitting in my room, it's quite possibly my favorite Brandy song. If she sat in her room all that time, why the hell she left the room with that outfit? Let's talk. I don't understand. What mm -hmm. was Brandy wearing? I normally leave people's outfits alone. But Brandy, baby, those jeans. Not in those jeans. Genuine <laughs> wasn't talking about them mm -mm. jeans. I don't know what jeans he was talking about, but it wasn't those. I just literally just saw a post where it talked about how much her outfit was, and it was like over $5,000. See, I don't like that. I saw people saying, yo, put respect on her outfit because her outfit was 5Gs. I don't care. Why do people think that money accounts for... Disaster. <laughs> money doesn't make something appealing. It just means you paid more for it. If you have an ugly-ass outfit on and it costs $5,000... 
than you just have an ugly ass five thousand dollar outfit on. Yes, that means they got you for your paper. That in fact, <laughs> now the outfit looks worse to me. That doesn't make it look better. Cause yes. now I'm like, and you overpaid for those jeans. Now Monica looked nice, and it's not because her outfit was Fendi. I don't care that it was name brand. She just looked nice. It it just it was well put together. I didn't see the shoes. A lot of people said the shoes wasn't hitting, and they said that her pants wasn't all that either. But she almost wore her outfit knowing exactly how she was going to be seated, how the mm-hmm. camera, you know what I mean? Like, it was perfect. Her silhouette was was hitting. But people was like, as soon as they saw Brandy's outfit, they was like, oh, Brandy's down 3-0. <laughs> Is that a thing in verses? Like, does your outfit count? It does. I'm sorry. Especially for something like that. It'd be different if we couldn't see them. If we couldn't see them, then we wouldn't have, like, a opinion. But, like, when they walked out... One looked like confidence and one looked like no. Monica really walked out like, yo, don't take this personal. It's really like, it's the hat. Like, you see my hat? Like, I want to make it very clear that there's levels to this. And and the boy was always mine. That's what Monica's outfit said to me. Yes. My Bob would take those braids. That's what she said. Drake was always mine. And when he called and said, I'm just saying you can do better, he was calling Monica. That's what Monica's <laughs> outfit said to me. Brandy's outfit said, I really don't even want to be here. And I hope those jeans don't run in the family. Because if Ray J has those jeans. (laughs) (laughs) Those were hand me up. Because he gave them to her. (laughs) Them jeans was bad. You can't hand them down. Mm Because their little sis don't want those. I I didn't like Brandy's outfit. I did like Brandy's vibe. I felt like. Her aura was unmatched. It was. She had an aura about her that I was like, that's a a vibe right there. If she looks. Maybe her outfit represented what I felt like. Her energy was peace. So maybe she had like a whole peaceful fit going on. Maybe that's what that was. I did like that. And and don't get it twisted. When I say I didn't like her outfit, I still like applaud the fact that I'm sure Brandy put that outfit on knowing somebody was going to have something to say. And the fact that she didn't care, I'm all for that. So I'm still going to get these jokes off, but I respect it. Mm-hmm. I respect it. But I still think Monica, Monica's music is just more for me. That's all. As far as who won, it really is a... um. I don't think there was a winner. I think the culture won. I think it's more of a who you like kind of a thing. It wasn't like a clear landslide of a victory like when Nelly decided to not have Wi-Fi. When, when Fab decided to bring a DJ who didn't know his music. <laughs> it, it was a couple clear landslide victories when DMX couldn't move because, <laughs> because he was um, healthy. Hey. Doing really well in life. But I'm glad the verses happened. Um, I'm, I'm ready for Mariah Carey. Mary J. Blige. If that happens, that'd be amazing. I, w- I want to see that. I feel like I don't know what other, like who else can really compete with, with Mary. Obviously the Rihanna's and the Beyonce's, but we're not going to get that. So yeah, nah. Mariah nah. Carey's going to battle herself. She probably will. <laughs> I feel like and I, she will <laughs> sing live. Yes. <laughs> Performance, <I really laughs> wardrobe change, all that. She's going to give it to us if she do her own. She'll be the first person to battle herself. And, and I'll watch it. <laughs> we all will. Yes. <laughs> they'll they'll have someone carry her to the other side of the room so she can be like the other her. And and I'll watch it. And then we'll need Beyonce to do it. Beyonce did Black is King. She's not doing verses. She gave us something this year. She, she wasn't doing verses before Black is King. <laughs> <laughs> Period. I, I, I would give anything to see a Beyonce versus Rihanna. That would be incredible. But it's right. just like a Jay-Z versus Drake. We're not going to get those. No, we're not. And I can't be mad at it because as much as people say, come on, man, do it for the culture. If I'm Jay-Z, no, nah, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I've done, <I'm> done <laughs> enough for the culture, fam. I'm, I'm, not, 
I'm not doing that if I'm Hove. I understand. I'm not mad at them. I would love to see it, but it's it's not going to happen. Um, I want to talk Big Sean for a second. If you're not familiar, Big Sean had a uh, a really big hit. It might have been his biggest hit ever. Uh, called I Don't Fuck With You. And there were rumors as to which one of the women it was about. Most people were convinced that it was about Naya Rivera. And he is, to my knowledge, while she was alive, he never denied the rumors or accepted the rumors. He just never spoke on it. Now, Naya Rivera has obviously passed away very tragically. And I guess Big Sean was asked, where's that song about her? And now he's come out and said, no. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. I feel like. If it wasn't about her, then you should have addressed that when she was alive to hear it. You know what I mean? Like, she's gone now. It doesn't even matter if the song was about her. It's irrelevant. Don't. I don't like when someone passes away and then all of a sudden someone changes their energy. I'm not a fan of that. And it, and it goes to the, to the Chadwick Bozeman, the people who disrespected Chadwick as well. Don't, don't change your energy now. You can apologize. You can accept that you were wrong. But if you were one of those people who was making fun of that man when he was alive and now you have to look into the mirror and accept that you were being an asshole, good. And I feel like Big Sean is doing the same thing that a lot of people do. Now that she's gone, oh, no, nah, it wasn't about her. That's not big of Sean. <laughs> I feel like if it were me and I passed, nah, keep that energy you had when I was here. Don't go the extra mile for me now. Well, maybe in, in a sense of it was him saying that just because he doesn't want to tarnish or tarnish her name at all. Like maybe he wants her to have a, he doesn't want the legacy to be about how he felt about her. Maybe he wants her to have her own story. And that song is a big song. He said that she liked the song, but at the same time, I'm sure it was some energy that was given towards her. If that was a situation and that's the song that he came out with, but Maybe he's saying like, yeah, I don't fuck with you in the song. Maybe that was about her. But at the same time, that was somebody that he was with. And he still has some level of respect for her now that she's not here. You know, her her child is still here. These people that are still here, they're going to, you know, hear these things. So maybe he doesn't want all of that attention, that negative attention. But you don't have to have any attention at all because you didn't have to mention it. Don't say anything. Now. So you prefer that someone said, hey, this song directly, was it about this person? Like maybe he wasn't. Was he ever asked before who was it about? I don't know. I'm, I'm not I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure that question came up at some point. A lot of people were uh, interested in who the song was about. But I don't remember there ever being a statement from him that it wasn't about her while she was alive. So if you didn't give that statement, then don't give it now. Yeah. So would you have respected it more if he was like, and, you know, we were together and we were just talking and I thought it was a yes. catchy song to make. Yes. Okay. I would have respected that way more. Keep it a buck. Listen, I was, I was in my feelings at the time. I wasn't feeling her. We were going through something and I made the song. That was how I felt then. That doesn't take away from the amazing person she was or the amazing mom she was and the fact that this is tragic. And now, obviously, I wish I wouldn't have made it. We all have regrets when someone passes but don't tr don't be fake about it if you make a song about me and call i don't fuck with you i'll be like i got him <laughs> like, i don't right? care <laughs> your biggest record came from you hating me you're welcome that means you love me Facts. <laughs> he don't have to be fake about that I, I listen i don't 
God forbid something happened to me. I don't want the people who had all of these negative things to say about me while I was alive to show up at my funeral and give a five minute speech of how amazing they thought I was. I'm cool. I'm literally raising out the casket like you're we <laughs> before I go back. <laughs> now nah, we good on that. I don't I don't like that. Keep the same energy. That's my thing. I think you should keep the same energy through it all. Moral of the story is apologize now. Get it out the way. Yeah. Give somebody flowers when they're gone. Give people their flowers while they're alive, certainly. And I am going to speak on Chadwick a little later. But yes, there is a lesson to be learned here in how we treat people while they're alive because we don't know what they're going through. And I'm not even mad if Big Sean made that song because he felt some type of way about her. We all have relationships with people that don't go well and you may not see that person in the light that someone else does because you were a little closer and you went through and experienced a little more but i'm just saying keep the energy he's little sean now moving on <laughs> they tried to cancel him for that too did you see that big sean party is over was <laughs> yo this cancel just stop it let him yeah. live let's talk about that let's get into the cancel culture thing because first of all I, I think cancel culture is fake yes I don't mm-hmm. think it's an actual thing. People, I hate when they say someone is canceled. Tory Lanez, who is in this situation with Meg Thee Stallion, Tory Lanez shot her. And a lot of people have wanted to say that he's canceled. He still has not made a statement about the shooting, but he did make a statement to say, my record sales are still good, don't get it twisted. Because I guess people were saying that his sales declined, and he felt the need to defend that. He felt the need to make a statement about his record sales more so than he did to make a statement about the fact that the world right now knows that you shot Megan the Stallion and we don't know why. Which tells me a lot about this whole cancel culture thing. It's, it's, it's not real because if that's the case, why does R. Kelly still have millions of followers? Why does Tory Lane still have millions of followers? What is canceling? And on top of that, are we canceling our friends? Like, I want to know that. Are we holding the people that are actually in our circles accountable the way we attempt to hold people that we've never met or don't know? accountable because i know people who will cancel celebrities for things they've done but your friends have done disgusting things and you know about it and you haven't mm-hmm. canceled them so why are you canceling tory when you was just at the club with Terrell? you didn't cancel him he's done some questionable things to women if you're not canceling your friends or your family people that you actually have access to should you be canceling celebrities no like it's almost like how dare you how dare you really cancel somebody that you don't know? You like you you put that much energy into knowing somebody else's life story and somebody else's life that don't even know your name. You going to try to cancel them? No, you really just made them more relevant. So no. Cancel the people that you know. That's that's why I'm at with it. Cuz that's all you that's the only people you can actually cancel. You cannot cancel Kanye West as much as I know people want to. It's not going to happen. They're not going to cancel Nick Cannon. It's just certain people I don't believe that they're going to cancel. And 50 Cent came out and said it himself. Yo, y'all can't cancel me. And it would be nice to think that we could cancel the R. Kelly's of the world. But I'm, I'm pretty sure with the dirtbag things that R. Kelly has done, if he were to release an album right now, there's a million people somewhere who would download his record. Mm-hmm. They're, they're out here. They may not jump up for joy and tell you, but they're out here. And so it's canceling. It's not a thing. We have to cancel, cancel culture because it's not a thing. It's not helping the, the, the culture progress. It's just not real. Yeah. What was that? Like they will, people will secretly stream it just to hear it, just to talk negatively about it later. 
Like, they don't even care if it's good or bad. They really just want to hear it so they can talk about what he said. So they're going to listen to it regardless. As much as I hate to admit it, if Tory Lanez dropped a remix to Biggie's Who Shot Ya right now, it would be his most downloaded record. Probably, yeah. He would probably get the most of streams he's ever had. And that's just... <laughs> It's it's nasty, but it's the world we live in. It you know what's funny? There are there are celebrities who, like YouTube celebrities and, and stuff like that. I didn't even know who they were until they were canceled. <laughs> <laughs> they made them. Yeah. Made them with who they are. Canceling them made them. I'm like, oh now I know who this person is. I didn't know who this person was. Now we're canceling them and they, they get more followers. That's that's not can cancel me if that's the case. If somebody don't cancel me, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> that's like it's it's ridiculous, man. Um, let's discuss this Joe Budden to Harry situation because I feel like it's bigger than the two of them at this point. Uh, let me catch y'all up. So Joe Budden is a retired rapper, now podcast host. And his podcast is considered the number one urban podcast in the country right now. He's doing really well for himself as, part, as far as podcasts go. Now, the thing about Joe, he's, um, he's a very deep thinker. In all aspects of life, like most Virgos are. And we take a lot of heat for being very deep thinkers. It is what it is. With that amount of passion typically comes questionable behavior or ideas. And in Joe's life, where there's smoke, there's fire, a lot would say. And there's about three or four women who he, who he has dated that have come out and said, hey, he's hurt me. Whether that's, uh, I think he was, he was alleged for a lot. These are all allegations. I know nothing to be fact. But he allegedly sat on Esther's stum uh, Esther Baxter's stomach while she was pregnant. Also pushed her down the stairs, allegedly. Um, he allegedly did a lot of physical damage to Tahiri, uh, who this story is about. And Tahiri is a reality TV star slash model slash... Whatever else people do when they get followers on Instagram for being half naked most of the time. And she came out. <laughs> what? I'm just being honest. It's a casual honesty. For me. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm not. No shade. I'm, it was I'm just, real subtle. You know, half naked. But hey. <laughs> I'm not exactly sure like what the title is for that nowadays. But I know that's her. Instagram model. Okay. There we there go. go. She She's an Instagram model. And. She decided to do a interview with uh, Hollywood Unlocked, and she basically talked about how Joe was abusive during their relationship. And she went into tears and into detail about how this man put his hands on her. You know, that relationship left me with a fractured rib, uh, a broken nose because somebody was sending him a message, and, and I used to always say, yo, stop beefing out there. Oh, I'm out there still working. Um, and he hit me on that nose and then pushed me down a flight of stairs. I remember having to talk him out of letting me go that day. I remember having a plan to leave because the reason why he was so upset was because I was already leaving. Now, bringing this up because I think for years there's been this narrative that men are only capable of physical abuse that women are not, right? The perfect example of this is the Jay-Z and Solange situation, where you had Solange physically abusing Jay-Z 
on camera right in front of our very eyes. And I don't remember any Me Too hashtags or any of that. It was just a bunch of jokes. It was ha, ha, ha. Solange was kicking and punching Jay-Z. We all know if the roles were reversed, I don't think it would have been too funny. And I'm pretty sure we would have tried to cancel Jay-Z. It wouldn't have worked, but we would have tried it. So now you have this situation where you don't often see a man who's accused of these type of allegations come forward and say, you know what? Yeah, this happened, but it happened on both ends. Typically, you see a man go, I didn't do that. And then we just tend to believe the woman and not ever think, well, what did she do for him to get there? Because it never matters, right? And I get that. And Dave Chappelle, <laughs> he, boy, that's a brave man. In his comedy routine, he took a lot of heat because he said the first time he heard that Chris Brown did something to Rihanna, he thought to himself, well, what did Rihanna do? And boy, did he take a lot of heat for it. And understandably. Now, I've always been of the cloth that a man should never put his hands on a woman. At the same time, a woman should never put her hands on a man. Everybody should keep their hands to themselves. That's always been my thing. Doesn't make the woman right, doesn't make the man right. So now this has become an interesting situation because Tahiri came out and said all of these negative things about Joe. Joe then came back on his platform and said, listen, I'm tired of women not taking accountability. You were abusive to me. That's the case. Think about how many times you've pulled the knife out on me, how many times you've hit me, how many times you've threatened me. And he also spoke about how there was a time when she came into the house with a broken nose and he didn't break her nose. She made it seem like he did, but it was another man who did it. And he got mad at her because she didn't want to reveal who this man was, which as a man, I understand that if your significant other comes home with a broken nose and you don't want to tell him what happened, I get being upset about that as a man. So he said they were toxic. That's basically, that was his thing. We were toxic. Not me. I am not this man you're trying to paint me out to be. We were toxic. And that kind of um, seems fair in that when Tahiri was just on this reality show, uh, Marriage Boot Camp, I believe, a rapper named Vado ended up physically, practically choking her on the show. We all knew that first. Before we knew that, before that, Tahiri was throwing apples and things at him and hitting him with whatever she could get her hands on in the kitchen. This is not to justify that man's behavior. This is just to say her putting her hands on him is not cool either. But we almost would have never saw that had we not dug for that information. So I say all that to say this was the first time that it seems that a man was not afraid to say. No, we were toxic. I'm not going to run from that. But you were even more physically abusive than me. So if you're going to tell one side of the story, like tell both. And I do think there are times in life when a woman like Tahiri gets in the way of women who are actually abused, like really abused and do nothing to earn it, deserve it. Nothing at all. They're like you just dealing with a man that that's just that's who the man is. We just we just watched what love got to do with it last night. <laughs> Perfect example of that. That's a different kind of abuse. Right now, here's a woman who seems to be pretty abusive in her own right. Does that justify what Joe did if he did indeed hit her? Of course not. But if she's going to come forth with this information and say, hey, I was hit. Now we have to start asking the question, should she be obligated to come forth with the fact that she was doing a lot of the hitting as well? 
because some women, not all, of course, some in sport of clout chasing and check chasing will do what she's done because for whatever reason, these allegations never came up before. She seemed to have been on quite fine with Joe when she was on Love and Hip Hop with him after these alleged incidents took place, high-fiving him, wanting to get back with him, seeming to be in love with him again. And now all of a sudden, he has the number one podcast in the world. So if you got Joe Button news right now, you're immediately going viral. So now on his birthday, she comes forward like, hey, this man hit me. But you speak nothing of the sort of all of the other things that you had done. And this is the first time I can remember that I've ever seen a woman come forward and say, hey, he hit me. And the majority of the comments were against her. Nah, we're not rolling. We're not rolling. We've seen how you get down. We don't believe this. Why now? The timing is off. You was just in love with this man a few months ago. Now this. You've been abusive to men in your life. We've seen it. It kind of seemed like I don't really remember a time when we've seen this. So as you were talking about the what's love got to do with last night, a lot of the abuse that Tina was um, going through, um, a lot of it was because Ike was, you know, I mean, he was abusive, but more than that, he was on drugs as well. So if you're going back to um, the love and hip hop days when Joe and Tahiri were really on the show and they were, you know, on and off, whatever, even when he proposed to her, I do remember seeing um, him being on drugs or something to that nature of him having um, a drug addiction problem and him needing help and him seeking those things. So it's hard to, you don't want to victim shame anyone or say that this really didn't happen to you. But if the circumstances are, we were doing this to each other, it can't be the finger pointed at you and saying, this is all your fault. If as a girl, like I said, I'm with brothers, if it happens to any of my brothers, I would want to automatically beat up the girl. It doesn't matter what the reasoning happened or what was the reasoning for any of it going down. Like those are my brothers. I want them to be safe. I want them to be protected. So it's it's hard to take a side because you don't want to say, hey, he hit me. And if he did hit you, OK, it's true. Now we're telling this woman like not to tell people that this happened to her. But if you're also someone that has caused a lot of these things and you have hit somebody else, how are you to make yourself the victim? You can't do that because it does take away from people who actually experience the abuse for no reason, like you said. So it's it's one of those sticky things, but it's one of those things where you shouldn't have said anything at all if that was really the case. Like you could have easily just kept what happened to your relationship what it was like she could easily just say we did some things in our relationship that were toxic or we did some things that you know I don't agree with as the woman I am today but you know that's between me and him she didn't have to go into detail and then bashing him like what is that going to do other than to bring her name up for it to be okay well what Joe do to Tahiri like so I it's hard to really pick a side on that one I think she did know that he has a record of alleged abuse, and she played to that, right? Because when you hear that Joe Budden might have been an abusive boyfriend, you're not surprised or shocked. That's big right. news. So it's as if she saw an opportunity. Yeah. It's also hard for him, because he has had these allegations, for him to say, well, you know, you did it too. 
because it does make it seem as if she asked for it. And because he does have the previous record, it's almost like, okay. The thing is with her, she she wants she needed it versus the other women. So it's hard to kind of say whose side you would really be on. See, and that's the thing. Like, I'm not choosing a side because I don't know either one of them. And I'm not I'm not invest that invested. What I'm more invested in is the, the, the narrative changing, because I do believe that this is something that a lot of men have been afraid to speak about or just chose not to speak about. But I do know men who are in abusive relationships. That's a thing. I've been there. I've 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 certainly been in a relationship where it was toxic and it wasn't on my end. I was getting hands put on me. I think a lot of men have been in relationships like that, which it's never been a point where you could come out and say that because it was always looked at as soft. You're a man. No one cares if a woman is putting her hands on you. And at the time, to be honest, I was young and I kind of looked at it that way too. Like, it's not like she can hurt me. But is that acceptable? If 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 we're gonna demonize men the way we do, strictly off of allegations, should we do the same for women? Because we didn't we didn't give Ray Rice a chance to even speak before we knew he was never gonna play in the NFL again, and rightfully so. But why when Solange did it, it was funny. Like, should that narrative begin to change some? If if a woman has the ability to come out and say he hit me and now it's gonna ruin him in the court of public opinion. And it may even affect his career. Well, should woman be held to the same standard as far as you being abusive to a man? That that's that's my question. And that's what I feel like Joe is trying to change that bit of the narrative that, OK, men get abused, too. So are we going to take it as seriously when a man comes out and says, yo, this woman, I know I, I got a man who was stabbed by his girl and he went back to her. She stabbed him. And I was like baffled by that. But that's a reality for a lot of men. And I don't think I really do in my heart believe like if you walk into a police station as a man and go, yo, she's putting her hands on me. They'll laugh at you. Like, fam, come on. But then what happens if I get tired of it and I put my hands on her one day? Now I'm the scum of the earth. I'm just saying I think men go through that. And I think this is a prime example of how a woman could use it to her advantage in a situation where it's not really fair. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. It's just, it's hard because of who, who the people are. So it's, it's hard to like use their credibility. Like I said, because he's had so many other accusations against him. It's kind of hard to just be like, okay, hmm, this happened to him. It's like, he has the, you did this to two other or three other women. So it's hard to have him as the spokesperson for men. And like, yeah. oh yeah, it's, it's, it's hard for it to be like believed in incredible. I mean, it's like when you're applying for a loan, you know? Yeah, I get it. <laughs> I get it. Well, he, he certainly wouldn't be like the uh, president of that movement. Like it would be one of those things like, thank you for starting the movement. We got it from here. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> let's pick somebody else yeah like we, we we thank you for getting the ball rolling yeah but i do appreciate the fact of it's our fault not just to you or me like i do appreciate that because like it's always the thing when people break up and they blame the other person it's never like oh what did i do too so i do appreciate the fact that he said yeah i did do this but we did this collectively so i do, I do appreciate that it's just it's him. 
<laughs> yes, I get that. I do appreciate the transparency in it all. I feel like we, if we are going to say we want people to be honest and we want people to, you know, live in their truths, then when they do so, we have to be willing to hear them out. And I respect the fact that Joe had three options in this situation. He could have avoided it altogether and not said anything. He could have did the, the you know, the regular, yo, she's lying. None of that happened. Or he could have told what he believes are his truths. And I think that's what he did. And I respect that. I, I do respect that he said, let's, let's, let's try to change this narrative a bit of just constantly demonizing the man. Not to say that men are never creeps and are never wrong because majority of the time it probably is the man. But there are also times when it's not. And in those times, I don't feel like men get any support. Like women, women don't have to do a lot for support, man. Like y'all, y'all could just get a new bathing suit, take a picture and have 45 comments. Girl, you killing them. Oh my God, they're not ready for you. Oh my God, look at my baby. Look at her. Like yo, all she did was put on a bathing suit, fam. That's all she did. But it's hitting. <laughs> men be like, we got to do so much to get that kind of support. I still ain't had none of my friends in my comments telling me I'm killing them. I want to kill it's them. It's okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I ain't going to lie. Let's keep it a buck. A lot of times when y'all be like, oh, girl, you killing them. She not killing them. Everybody's still alive. Y'all be gassing the friend that's not even killing them. And I respect it. But like, <laughs> look, don't make that face. You know it, too. You know it. Be, you know sometimes the girl don't be killing them. All right. No, she may have punched them. That's not me as a friend. That is not me. As, I'm sorry. <laughs> You, you you ain't never gashed your <laughs> you, friend. You know, don't do that. But you seeing her through the <laughs> you seeing her through the lenses of her being your friend. Sometimes she's I'm not saying all the time. Sometimes your friend is killing them. Sometimes I'll be reading the comments and they're like, Oh girl, the world is not ready for you. The world is ready. <laughs> They've seen this before. <laughs> Why are y'all lying to her? She's not killing me. I'm alive. So I want I want men to begin to support each other like that. And and I and I don't want this to be one of those situations where me saying men should support men more means I'm trying to say that we shouldn't support women. I am not saying that at all. I'm saying that I want men to have that to begin to have that same energy for each other that women sometimes have for each other. And speaking to that, I also want to touch on that Jay-Z Solange situation. I feel like no one ever really dove into the fact that Beyonce just kind of stood there. And what do you like if that bodyguard wasn't on that elevator, right? If you're not familiar, there was an incident once where Jay-Z, Beyonce, Solange, and their bodyguard was all in an elevator coming from a function. We don't know what happened because there's no audio. We believe that there was a woman in the party that Jay-Z may have been cheating on Beyonce with. And when they got on the elevator, Solange became Solange Tyson. There was punches thrown. There was kicks. There was all kinds of things. And Jay-Z pretty much was just trying to get her off of him. And the bodyguard, luckily, was there to break it up. But Solange got about three, four of them things off. And Beyonce just stood there. Like, oh, well. And I'm, I'm just, if the bodyguard is not there as a man, I'm just wondering, like, what would have happened? Mm-hmm. Because if Jay-Z slams her, He's wrong. Yes. But he can't stand there and just let her just beat on him in an elevator for 67 floors because you know they came from a tall building. No. Nope. And why is Beyonce not helping? 
That's the problem. <laughs> uh, Beyonce is the common denominator. So you got to, she had to eliminate all of that. I get it as a, a sister being passionate for your sister. And if you don't want anyone to hurt them, of course, step, you're going you gonna to have your sister back. But you also have to respect that line of marriage. And for the simple fact of Beyonce didn't take a side, not necessarily that there was a side to take. She could have just easily stepped in and just said, sis, I appreciate you, but hold on. Or anything. It could have been, it could have been anything. In Beyonce's defense, there were no words that were going to stop Solange at that point because Solange was in straight full. She could have stepped in front of Jay-Z, though, and she could have, like, hey, sis, like, that little, that one little move of stepping in front of your significant other and, like, it's me, that would have stopped her. She did not do that. Nope. As if she wanted those hands to fly. And like, it can't, if I can't do it, <laughs> let me get my spirit sister to <laughs> jump in her body and do it for me. Like the first two are on the house. If I cheat on you and you and your sister starts putting hands on me, the first two are on the house. The you gotta be you gotta get her by the third one. Hey, she she had a foot. When that foot <laughs> went up, I said, <laughs> I said, nah, nah, Beyonce, come on. Let's talk about this though, right? So, in in speaking on women encouraging women, we had somewhat of a discussion about this the other day. I'm all for. The fact that black women are now speaking out saying, hey, y'all don't defend us enough. Y'all don't, y'all don't protect us enough. I agree, right? At the same time, I've seen women saying things like, well, I want to cancel Tory, but it's Meg. <laughs> and I'm like, wait. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> She's a black woman. Should it matter? If we're going to have this movement of black women lifting up other black women, then when things like this happen to black women, you can't say, but it's Meg. You know, just a second ago when I was saying that what happened to Joe, if that happened, that's unfortunate, but it's Joe. Right. Like, so it's hard. It's not that we feel like, but it's Meg. It's just, if that was a different M, like, like we said, Michelle Obama, it'd be different. Just because it's your who your legacy, like what people know of. It's like it's almost like why were you there? Why is that situation? And I hate that that's the narrative for how things are created because we should protect everyone. But just looking at it from the the opinions of everyone else, like that it is the but it's Meg because because of the things that she's done. Um, some of that like. Her, her music, what she represents. It's not that it's complete women empowerment to all women. Some women feel like, okay, that's just too much. It's nasty. Or, okay, our little girls are looking up to you and you're involved with a man like this. Like, it's just, it's different ways that th- these situations are looked at. Okay, see, this is where I believe the double standard kicks in for women sometimes, right? Because yeah. you, as a woman, you should not be able to say, why was she there why is she hand in, hanging out with Tori? But I, now, yes, valid question. Why the hell was she there? And why was she hanging out with Tori? But that's how is that any different from when something happens to a woman and a man says some disgusting shit like, well, why was she wearing that? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's the same thing. It is. 
You see what I'm saying? So I feel like if if women are going to say, hey, men are not allowed to say that, which I agree with. Well, women shouldn't do it to each other either. It's true. So I just I'm always choosing my words very carefully when challenging women, because that's what I'm doing. That's I don't like when women take it as, oh, you you coming at us. No, I'm not. I'm challenging you. I'm trying to understand more and try to gain some type of understanding as to why some things are okay and some things are not. And sometimes it feels like when a man does something, it's, it's like immediately looked at as, oh, he's an idiot. He doesn't know anything. He's stupid. But then you, you, you flip it and a woman will do the same thing. And it's like, girl, I get it. I'm like, Yo, hold up. <laughs> it's, every man does not have bad intentions. No, but it's also that thing of you're still not a woman. So some things that I can say as a woman, you'll never be able to say. So that's fair. So let's stay there for a second. Why do I feel like, which I, if you, if you've listened to my last few episodes of my podcast, I have not gave my opinion on WAP. In fact, I hardly give my opinion on women anymore. I mind my business. I've been very adamant about that since I tried back in the day to make a statement about, I just said twerking was getting a little old and it would have been nice to have seen something else. Right. And I won't even go into all of the other things I said, but I got killed for it. And I knew then I learned a valuable lesson. Mind your business, Mo. That's what I've done. <laughs> Yet, I can't help but notice every time I go on Twitter, there's nothing but tweets from women about men and what men are doing. So these double standards, yo, I, I'm just, I'm trying to understand why. So why, okay, men can't be in women's business. I'm completely okay with that. But why I got to go on Twitter and see women all in men business then? I mean, that's because she's speaking on her experiences, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> That's not our fault. As a woman, it's not our fault that women seem to have a presence and are more vocal with our feelings. What is a man doing then? You are like one in a couple hundred. Men don't speak on their feelings in the same way, and they're not as passionate about things in that same way. So, sorry. That's fair. But I'll give you a great example. Sometimes men are just talking from a place where it's like, I'm not even going to entertain that. I'm not talking about them. There are a few of us out here who try to be sensitive in our delivery and in our understanding of what a woman may or may not go through. Now, I'm not at all trying to pretend like I know what women go through because I don't. But I did see a woman say on Twitter once. So I think a guy said something to the extent of why would I pay for an OnlyFans page when you get all that for free nowadays? Like all of that's free. Porn, everything, everything is free. Why would you pay for that, right? And I understood that. And a woman said, this is the problem with men. That we've gotten to this point where y'all don't even realize that you should be paying for this. We've been giving it to you for free for so long that you don't think you should be paying for it. When in all actuality, you should have to pay to see me in the bathing suit. And that went viral. And it was so many women that was like, girl, tell them. Exactly. I can't stand men. Ah, da, da, da. Ah, ooh, men are trash. Ah, ooh, ah. Right? (laughs) All right, cool. My thing was this. How in the hell can you blame men for that? I actually agree with what both of them said. But how in the hell do you blame men for that? That is not a man's fault. It's not men's fault that women have decided to do these things for free. Women set the standard. Y'all set it up. If every woman on planet Earth decided right now, yo, that's it. No more bathing suit pictures. No more naked pictures. No more twerking. 
If men, I'm deleting that from my entire Instagram. If men want to see that, y'all going to have to pay for it. Guess what men would do? Go to the strip club. <laughs> and pay for, pay it. for it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but men are saying we don't have to pay for it because y'all been giving it to us for free for years. I was the guy saying that women should stop. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? It's, and, and people make it seem like, oh, you have to follow a certain kind of women to see that kind of activity. No, you don't. Your friends are posted. Her friends are posted. Someone that you follow will like it and it'll show up. Someone will retweet it and it'll show up. If you follow blogs just to get simple information, it'll show up. It's everywhere. It's all you see. And me coming, I grew up in the 90s. Seeing a woman in a bathing suit as a teenager was like, oh, my God, life is amazing. It was a big deal. And like those days were kind of dope because if a girl sent you something like that, it was so personal. It was like, wow, she loves me. Now it's like your friends took her in a bathing suit off of her Instagram. It, chill. They always looking at it at the table while you weren't there. And you walked in and they was like, oh, same way when they was talking about LeBron moms and he walked in the locker room. And they was like, he coming. <laughs> <laughs> so that is not on men. Nah, the reason that it's done, the reason why the OnlyFans was created, I mean, partially, I feel like a lot of it is for men and for attention. Of so. course. I mean, those things are that are specifically done for men. Like, yeah, no, you can't. It's not something that no one's to blame for. That's that woman's decision. Just like we used to blame rappers for the fact that they would have women in their videos. They weren't putting guns to these women's heads. No, they I, don't were just think, paying. I don't think they were doing that. But I think that they weren't against. Which, wait, what you mean? You don't think? <laughs> You know, you're not certain that the rappers weren't uh, holding these women at gunpoint. I don't know. Okay, okay. I don't know. That's fine. I see what we're doing. That's cool. (laughs) I don't know what's going on behind closed doors, but what I do know is that no one, when they were asking you to be a video girl, no one is asking you to have your clothes on in a video. (laughs) Like back in that time period, they wanted a specific kind of of woman for that specific kind of song. Of, Of course. So I don't know if. Shake that ass was going to make you think that I'm about to wear a suit. But they were still asking. But I'm just saying. That I'm, oh, what I'm saying is women could have said, yo, nah, nope, not doing it. That you, you're not going to reduce us to that. And men would have had no choice but to either switch their game up or come with the bag. A man is only going to get away with what you allow him to. Women have the power at the end of the day. So you can't have the power and then turn around and blame men for everything. It's just like I always say. Women will say men are the dumbest creatures on the planet. Their brains don't work. You hear this all of the time. But then you see the same woman turn around and go, I can't believe he played me. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. Some don't add up here, sweet. <laughs> Queen, some don't add up. If the men are stupid, then why are they playing you? I'm just saying at some point, man, I can't keep burning the candle from both ends. Accountability got to come up somewhere. Yeah, I don't know when that'll start. It won't. But I was just verifying. I don't know when. I was giving it to you again. <laughs> I just, I'm happy to just have the dialogue about it because I feel like there was a time when if a man said that, it would be like, oh, here we go again. He's trying to control what women do because that's what the narrative was. When I said, hey, just me, this was just my take. I wasn't speaking for women. I wasn't doing any of that. I was just saying me as a man, I can appreciate a woman that leaves something to the imagination. Just me. That's all. That's all. Whatever the next man is doing, cool. Whatever the next woman is doing, cool. Just me. I personally think, I think the woman that's in the club 
and doesn't like attention is sexy. That's like, yo, leave me alone. I'm not here for that. They're, they're all of the, the look at me, look at me twerking to the top. I mean, we done had a whole Netflix joint come out now where they was like, oh, Mo, but that's not what the movie was about. I don't care what the movie was about. Y'all actually put the, the, had the nerve to make the movie cover young girls with like, like, you know, with the little sexy poses. And it was a movie about twerking. That's how far we've come that that's looks, that's normal. Netflix thought that was okay. That's like, where are we? (laughs) Where are we? Where, so I said as a man, all I said was, hey, I would appreciate it if a woman had something else to offer on her Instagram outside of twerking. And I challenged a woman at that time. She was my homegirl. I challenged her to go find an Instagram of one of her friends where she can go through the first five pictures and, and not one of the first five pictures would be either twerking or a bathing suit or a bathroom mirror look at my ass pic. She couldn't do it. She, started, she was like, I, I ain't going front more. I never looked at it like this. This is kind of funny. But she literally couldn't do it. I said, you can't find one of your friends where you can go through five pictures. Just five. I'm not saying the whole thing. Just five. Like, you mean to tell me you don't never wear jeans? It don't never be winter where you from? <laughs> you don't take your kid to school? Nothing? Like, how's your whole life a vacation and you don't work? I'm, I don't understand. So that's all I said was twerking was cool when it started out in the 9-9 and the 2000 when cash money was taking over. It's 2020, fam. We ain't doing nothing else. That's all I said. And it was, you cannot control women, Maurice. <laughs> you, you cannot tell women how to live their lives. Her yeah. body, her choice. I'm like, yo. I was just trying to like throw another perspective out there, move, push the culture forward. I don't, I don't find it offensive when women be like, "Yo, fellas, y'all can stop taking money pictures with your shirt off." Like, y'all, y'all can stop now. I don't, I'm not offended by that. I get it. But when it's reversed, see, that's cool when a woman say that when she in a man business. But when it's reversed, now you can't be in a woman business. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. But you saying that y'all speaking from experience and men are just speaking from what? What are we speaking from exactly? Um, your other brain. (laughs) so me telling women to stop twerking and put clothes on is coming from that brain see we don't yo we get no respect but it's cool y'all see how they do us fellas it's cool it's cool what was it like it was a little thing boys go to jupiter to get more stupider Uh (laughs) that's just what it is Uh uh-huh so while we're here and i do have a woman on the podcast i want to get your opinion because i i could not speak about it because I am minding my business. Uh-huh. But this new song, um, WAP, uh-huh. I believe it stands for Women Are Perverts, right? Sound like that. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm completely kidding. Women are powerful. It does not stand for that. I, I, I would appreciate it if it did. I would, re- I would respect it if it stood for that. But it, it, in a way, it does. It, it, uh, it was a lot of different opinions on, you know, just... Is that cool? They've said a few things. They've said, hey, men have been able to do this for years, so women should be able to do it too. 
I personally think women are better than men, and and I think a lot of women also believe that. So I'm not sure why any woman ever uses that as a standard. That's again, that's one of those, one of those, one of those things for me. Where okay, if we're gonna be better than men, and we're gonna say men are idiots, then why are we trying to do what men have done? We should be doing things differently. So, the word empowering for me that wouldn't come from that song. I didn't like that. I saw a lot of women saying like, oh, this is empowering and it's a movement for women. And it's like there's a lot of things that are were movements for women, like voting. Um, yes. Like actual rights, um, things for us to have a seat at the table with men. There, there will never be a time where there's some hoes in this house and a song would make me feel empowered. So man, I, I'm glad there's a woman who still thinks like you. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> oh, my God. I was losing hope, yo. <laughs> no, I think there's plenty of women that think like that. But um, again, you also have to understand, like, the, the song in itself, like, I get them trying to push the boundaries and what it was meant for. But I just don't think the word empowering should have been used to describe it. It was just literally one of those that was shock. It was shocking. Like, OK, we get we hear y'all. We see it. But at the same time, like, OK, like. As a woman, it didn't make me feel like, well, guess what I'm going to go do today? Like, it wasn't one of those, I'm going to get out of the bed and I'm going to go kill the world. Like, it wasn't one of those songs for me. So I don't, like I said, I just don't like the word empowering that's used behind it. Okay. And I agree with you because I didn't understand that either. I'm minding my business, but I completely didn't understand the women that were trying to convince me that they found power from this. But I, hey, do you. I'm just saying that Safari's um, bad version I, I didn't listen to it and feel empowered as a man. I didn't. In fact, listening to a man talk about his uh, mid-region has never made me feel like, yes, me too. But that's just me. Now, speaking to the whole pushing the boundaries, I also think that that's a cop-out because that boundary has already been pushed. Lil' Kim pushed that boundary a very long time ago. Adina Howard pushed that boundary a very long time ago. Foxy Brown pushed that boundary a very long time ago. You don't see me trying to get into the major league saying that I'm doing this for black people. Jackie Robinson had that covered, fam. So why are we trying to say that <laughs> Cardi and Meg are pushing the boundaries of what women can say? They've they been doing that. It's not new. He said, I don't cook, I don't clean, but I still got his ring, right? And I was just like, um, okay, I, I don't know if you were trying to say like the standard for having being a wife is cooking and cleaning. If that's what you're saying, okay, cool. But you don't cook, you don't clean, so you just having sex? And that's going to make him stay? Th that's what no, I bring to the table. That, that's, but that's exactly why he cheated. Yeah, because you know who else had a WAP? The three girls that he cheated on her with. They had WAPs too. Th yeah. So like, th this is my point empower the definition of empowering is is not um it's is becoming i know it has to do with being stronger and as a self women i don't think that that was a song to unify us and make us stronger that's just my opinion on it and i'm gonna just give this perspective speaking from experience because men are capable of doing that regardless of what you heard here on in the moment today um <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep it a buck as a man. And maybe this is just my experiences with my male friends. But if I'm keeping it a hundred. I've never heard a man speak about the woman he was going to marry that way to another man. I've 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 never heard a man say she's the one. I finally found her. I'm going to marry her. She has that wop. 
<laughs> I've never heard a man say that in my life. I've heard men go, yo, I've never been loved like this. I've never had a woman take care of me like this. I've never had a woman want me to grow, force me to become a man like this. I've never had a woman challenge my perspective and and motivate me and inspire me like this. She's the one. I've heard that. I've never. I've heard men go, yo, I'm gonna keep Shorty around for a couple weeks because she got the wop. I've heard that. Yeah. Men men will keep you around for a little bit because of a wop, but they not. You not gonna meet pop off of the wop. I really wonder, like. As a like Cardi B is now a mom, so I really wonder how she would feel if her child was walking around like wop, like singing it. Like I don't know if that would make her feel like as a parent she did a great job. <laughs> like listen to That's my. What I'm saying. Like I don't know how that would because there's there's an easy way for her child to hear that. Like it's it's her mom. You could, and kids pick up on the smallest things. She might not even understand what the word wop stands for, what it means or anything, but just her saying wop, it like. That would shake me as a, a mother, knowing that my child got that from me, or she heard it on the or anything, and I got something to do with that. I don't have a problem with people expressing their own views on songs, whatever you want to call it. It's just the wording of it's empowering. I just didn't believe that. That's all. In, in terms of hip hop, speaking from as a hip hop connoisseur, right? And maybe it was my age, maybe it was the time, I don't know. But I honestly feel like when, when you heard Lil' Kim rap about what she was rapping about, I believed her. Like, I felt like she was just rapping. Like, that's just, that was just her. With Cardi and Meg, it feels more like clout chasing to me. Like forced. I don't, it feels forced. Yeah. I actually think that Cardi might believe some of the things that she sings. Just because, you know, she was a stripper and by definition what she's done. But I actually believe that maybe she does believe in some of those things that she. I mean, sure. I'm, it's nothing wrong with a woman believing she got a WAP. <laughs> WAP on. I mean. Just I'm don't just announce saying, it. Keep yes. that WAP to yourself. You, it's Damn. for you and your man. <laughs> what are you doing telling everybody? Men are thirsty enough. Yeah. Anywho. True. They handle theirs how they handle theirs, and we handle ours like we handle ours, and that's what brings us here. Dun, 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 dun. Yes. <laughs> um, if you followed my journey, our journey, then I don't necessarily need to give you an introduction as to what we're about to talk about, but I felt like it was necessary because I'm in a tough situation as a man who is a public figure and speaks publicly about his relationship, because I'm a very private person. That's something a lot of people may not truly know about me because of the position I'm in, but I've always been a very private person for good reason. I think this is a nasty world. I think the people in it are nasty and the people have nasty opinions. That's what I feel. <laughs> and misery loves company. And there's a lot of miserable ass people on this planet. I really do believe that. I'm sorry. It's true. When you look at comments, 90% of the comments on things are negative. And I personally have never left a negative comment on something in my life because why? <laughs> That's just how I see it. If I'm go somewhere to somebody's page and I don't agree with what they're doing, I'm just leaving. I've already wasted enough time by being there. I'm not going to waste more time by leaving a comment. I personally don't care about what you do in your home, in your bedroom, in your marriage, whether I'm a fan or not. I don't care. I am, give me somebody I'm a huge fan of. Anybody. Pick any one of them. 
Jay-Z. Jay-Z, perfect example. Love Jay-Z. Love Beyonce. Don't care what they do in their marriage. Don't care at all. Not, not, not any ounce of me. So it was, I'm not going to lie, I was taken aback when there were some people who seemed to be so invested in bringing toxicity and negative energy into my personal relationship. I didn't understand it. And I tried my best to separate the two as much as I could, as far as being a good boyfriend, keeping my lady happy, and at the same time being good at my job. There are times when it becomes difficult and the lines get a little blurred because the truth of the matter is I'm in the business of entertainment. Some people can't understand that. But me getting on microphone and telling everyone how much I love my girlfriend and how perfect we are is not entertaining. And it's also not realistic. And there are some people who I feel are, I don't know, maybe they're miserable in their own right. I'm not sure. But if I come on air and say, hey, me and my girl are having a moment or me and my lady are going through a little rough patch and we're trying to figure it out. I'm not exactly sure how that's a bad thing or a negative thing. And I'm also not sure how that's any different from anything that anyone else has ever gone through in their life at some point. So I am not the kind of person that would have said, Bree, let's get on the podcast and talk about us. Let's keep it a buck. Let's just put it out there and let's see what happens. Ooh, but this one DM from this girl with eight followers, <laughs> boy, did it, boy, did it tick me off. <laughs> I was, I was, um, I was trying to enjoy my birthday with my best friend on the planet. And yeah, I saw a DM about, uh, some hussy. Wow. Not a hussy. <laughs> Who? Who uh, decided to jump into Bree's DMs and voice her opinion upon how she felt about our relationship of which she knows nothing about. And I normally ignore these things. I do. I don't care. I think it's weird. Now, I always think love and support is necessary for everyone because we all need love. Right. That's Rihanna wasn't the first person to discover that. That's been known for quite some time. And I do understand why you would take time out your day to tell somebody, hey, I love you. I love what you're doing. I respect you. Keep it up. Because we all need that. But for the rest of you, the others, who take time out your day to tell somebody else (laughs) that you don't like them, first of all, why do you think they care? That's weird to me. Second of all, what is it supposed to do? Does it make you feel better? Because I've... I've never like when I get low and I apologize to Michelle because sometimes I do get low. Putting other people down doesn't make me feel any better. I'm still low. The only thing that makes me feel better and come up out of my lowness is me bettering myself and finding another level of high. But there's there's that there's that uh, those batch of people who for whatever reason, for whatever reason, man. They think they know you. They think they know your life. And they jump into your DMs to have some negative shit to say. And it upset Bree. And I don't like when Bree's upset. So it upset me. And I responded. Wasn't the nicest guy in the world to her. (laughs) Had some words. And it made me feel like, you know what? If there's a narrative out there that we're toxic or... I don't treat you right or we fight a lot or whatever the narrative is that 
some of these people have created for their own form of entertainment. I felt, let's address it. Brie may have things she wants to say. She may have angles. Now, don't get me wrong. There's been times I've said things on air that she didn't like. Of course there has. You'd be hard-pressed to find anyone in radio with a significant other of any kind who has not gone through that. Because, yes, it does take time for you to understand that there is a difference between reality and entertainment. It's not, it doesn't mean that, like, I'm just real. That's who I'm going to always be. I am going to always be myself. I spent too many years of my life not living my best life because I was living with the fear or concern of what someone else thought about me. And once I got past that, oh, I wasn't going back. The amount of peace you gain from not caring what the next person thinks, it's glorious. It's glorious. It's nothing like it. You finally start to live and you finally start to find true joy. And I've watched my grandmother for years walk around smiling all the time. I walked around with the angry face in the yoke. Now my grandma, smiling. I'm alive. It's a beautiful day. My grandma used to tell me she used to get on a train and she would be smiling and people would look at her weird. Because nobody in New York just smiling like that. But I learned from my grandmother. She told me, Reese, one day you're going to get to a point where you're just going to reach that amount of peace and joy. And it don't matter what the hussy with eight followers think. And I got there. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I relapsed. <laughs> <laughs> I had a setback, man. Oh. So I said to myself, you know what? I don't ever want you more than anything to feel as if I'm creating a false narrative or you're not getting to speak your truths or our truths or whatever the case. Like, there's nothing we have to hide. Just because I'm private doesn't mean we're hiding. Like, there's a difference, right? I am just a private person. And I've saw how people who have gained celebrities started to move in privacy. And I saw how they started to move without it. And I looked at both. I evaluated and I said, I like that life. I like the private one. I'm going that way. So let's open up the floodgates for conversation. Because this, uh, this woman, I don't remember her, her name. I, if I did, I'd say it. I don't remember it, though. Because I know I get my block party on. But she said we were toxic and that Brie deserved better. Now, one of those things may be true, but we are certainly not toxic. <laughs> 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 but who are you to say it? <laughs> and uh, it just, it, I said, you know what? It's time. It's time for us to be transparent. It's time for us to be open and honest and let y'all know what's really going on because I promise you it's not as bad as y'all think. We are so far from toxic. We do not fight all the time. We are not that couple. We are a very normal couple. We have very normal fights and we have very amazing highs. And just because I have come on air and said, hey, we fell in love with each other very fast in a unique manner and this quarantine happened. And mind y'all, I know couples who've been together 11, 15, 20 years and they ain't survived this pandemic. And I said, we survived it. And we looked in each other's eyes and said, maybe we need to step apart and figure out where we are and then come back together and be even stronger. And until then, we don't have to define anything. I certainly don't see what's toxic about that. But either way, we're here to clear the air. Take it away, babe.
<laughs> you killed it. <laughs> what the? What the? What do I even what? got to say? Uh, I set you up. I gave you the setup. I mean, we here. <laughs> uh, you know, it's it's weird being the like I guess the inside person or whatever you want to call it the scoop. Like he said, we're very normal. We're like any other couple. The the thing that's different about us is that. My man has a profession that others doesn't. And so for me being very, I'm very vocal. um, And our relationship has always been private. I think even when we first got together, it was private. But whether we, I choose to post or not post or whether he posts or not post doesn't mean that we're not what we are like you're gonna be my best friend. We're together. It is what it is. And if we say we're taking a break, like, I don't think that that's anyone's, hmm, how, what's a nice one? It's nobody's business whether how we choose to handle us taking a break or not. If you if we say we taking a break and you see us out tomorrow, that's on me and you, not me and the world. Yeah. What are you trying to figure out? <laughs> like, sorry, I mean, and I, and I don't mean it to, like I said, to be mean or anything, but it's, it is a little, you know, different, annoying people having perspective on your relationship or people saying that they don't they know you and they don't know anything about you. Like you you heard two stories about me and you think, you know, how we are with each other on a 24 hour daily basis. No. And it's just like I think from the beginning, even when you didn't say necessarily negative things about us, it was. Oh, she's doing too much with gift giving and right, oh, right, she's doing right. this with um she she gave too much so fast. First of all, I knew this man a year and a half prior to us deciding we wanted to be in a relationship. So if I wanted to give him my whole bank account, that's my decision, no one else's decision. And I'm cool with it. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, like if if that was the case, like why not focus on saying okay you guys must be happy together instead of saying i think that that's toxic she wants a baby or like if that if that is what we want that's what we want it's just like i don't i've never commented on anyone else's relationship status um it would be different if these people were my friends (laughs) like you could give me friendship advice or anything that relates to that but again i guess it it's one of those things that's give and take and i guess if if you don't know just don't say anything like it just kind of makes you look dumb and like i said like even watching tv watching all these things if you believe that everything that you see in here is true then you're stupid so sorry <laughs> right it's a fact no, no sometimes people need to hear it man because it's it's really weird that like okay and my whole thing with her sending you a message honestly was like there's a reason i don't broadcast you to the world and it's for people like her unfortunately it really is because i know what it takes to have to deal with thousands of people having opinions on you when they don't know you they heard a situation they heard the story and at the end of the day i'm not i didn't grow up in radio i grew up a comedian so i take everything and exaggerate it and flip it and make it worth listening to because if i got on air every day and proclaim my love for you like i said earlier it would be boring as hell no one is trying to hear that so i may take the smallest of things and blow it up into something to talk about because that's what we do and 
it's unfortunate that I looked at our situation like for eight months or so. I got on air and said nothing but the nicest of things. Nothing but the nicest of things. And I didn't see a lot of these comments at all. It was a few people like, yo, I'm rooting for you, cheering for you, happy for you. But it wasn't all of the, the, the negativity. I could see if I came on air and I was like, yo, nah, we going through a break. I need some space. I need some time. I got to figure it out. I could see somebody feeling like, oh, Bree, don't, you, don't, you don't need to deal with that. But I said we both working on us. We both figuring it out. And, and, then, and then Bert asked me, well, what happens if she wants to see another guy? Nothing happens because that's not an option. Well, what happens if you want to see another girl? Well, I like my life. So, mm-hmm. you know, like I didn't, I didn't make it seem like, you know what I mean? We was just wowing on each other. Like, no, we're both innocent. Forget, forever is a long time. When you meet somebody, when you say to yourself, this could be forever. This really could be it. That within itself is a huge compliment, right? So once you realize, I'm going to have this, for lack of a better term, let's go car. I'm going to have this car for a very long time. I have to operate differently. I have to drive it differently. I have to take care of it differently. I have to get more checkups. I have to go get all, I have to get all your checks now. I didn't do that before. Last time I did that, they looked at me like, fam, don't ever go this long again. I ain't care about that car, though. Got a new car now. Now I'm in there early. You know what I mean? Now, now, now I'm getting the, 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 the second gas. The, the middle one. What's that? <laughs> 89. <laughs> I'm getting 89 on them. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a different approach. I'm too busy being genuinely happy to tell y'all how happy I am. I never believed the couple who posted 20 pictures a day telling y'all how happy they are. I don't believe what I see right at face value. Y'all believe what people want y'all to see. I believe what they not showing me. You know what I mean? And I, I just didn't appreciate. Now, if you want to come to me in all seriousness and say and have a take on me. And this is my thing with blocking people, because we always make fun of me for, for blocking as many people as I block. I don't block people because they bother me. I block people and I, and I don't block people who follow me either. Like, I want to also make that clear. If you follow me, you can have all of the negative negative commentary you want to, because I look at it as constructive criticism because you are you rocking with me. You so you're a supporter. So I'll take it good or bad. But if you don't follow me and you just here to say something negative, I I immediately think you're a weirdo. Because you don't support me. So why are you here to tell me something negative? That to me says that your energy is just negative energy. You just look for negative shit to get into which is fine. I just don't want you around me. But to go to you, the fact that she sorted you out, because I don't make it very easy to find you. I make it to where if people are interested in supporting you, they can. But I don't make it to where all of the miserable people can just start to put that pressure on you because you don't deserve that. You didn't necessarily sign up for that. You signed up for me, which is a attachment to it. But by any means, I'd still rather protect you from it because I've seen what it does to people's mental health who are not prepared for that. And I don't think people stop and say, what does this negative, irrelevant shit that I'm spewing really do to people? You see what I'm saying? And that was my whole thing of like, why are you even here? Why did you go so far out your way? to say something negative to her. What was this woman trying to accomplish? Did she think you, she was going to break us up? Did, she, did it just make her day? Mm-hmm. But I was like, the, the comment in itself was, she felt like I deserve better. And I was just like. I heard it the first time. I was like, 
<laughs> but how you know what I deserve? <laughs> right, she don't know you. <laughs> like, how yeah. you know he don't deserve better? Not that you do, because you can't. I do. Facts. You can't. No, no, no. But oh. um, <laughs> it's just like it's just <laughs> just the wording in itself. That's just some big words. Oh, your spirit. How do you know? Like, even when I read some, like if I write something on yours, your spirit and your aura makes you feel like. Well, what do you know about it? She like, felt your spirit on the timeline? <laughs> your aura was in the grid? <laughs> it was there. Like, how do you... I'm just like, I only... Me and God would know what was best for my life. And um, my family, my select family and friends know. And it's just like nine times out of ten, if you see him, you're going to see me. So it just... It's my, just listen, kinda, mind your business. Okay, yeah. it's something to be said about the fact that when while the entire world was busy using energy to hate Chris Brown, Rihanna was at the game with. I mean, I mean, we not Chris Brown and Rihanna, but you know. What I'm saying? No, no, no. I'm not saying. I'm, 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 <laughs> listen, <laughs> we're so far from it. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just making a, a a point of how people go so hard when sometimes the person that's actually in the situation is not even going that hard. Everybody was so mad at Cardi. I mean, was so mad at Offset when he cheated on Cardi, but Cardi stayed. Right. She she took back her husband. And, and guess what? People had no choice but to do respect it and move on. And it's just like, I don't know you. I don't know your life. I don't know, like, if you're dealing with your man, somebody else's man. I don't know your situation at all. So I'm not going to speak on it. So if you feel like you got, I guess, some... Um, advice to give me from the 10 minutes that you heard a story about me on air don't <laughs> <laughs> that's just what it is it's just what it is so thank you but no thank you yes we are fine we are okay we are chilling we are about to get up out of here and continue to have all of the fun in the world like we always do and this is not to ignore because I don't typically get the negative comments. I just was upset about the one that because she, she went so hard and she delivered it to Brie. And that's why I addressed it. But my comments, they're always positive. They're always from people who are saying, I'm happy y'all are back together. I love when I see y'all together. I hope y'all figure it out. Um, I've gone through this, uh, with, with, you know, with, in my life. And I know y'all are going to work it out and figure it out. I get a lot of those. So I'm let me highlight y'all because I always feel like they make documentaries about the serial killers and not about the victims. So let me highlight all of the positive messages and the people who have been sending positive energy to me. I see it. I love it. I appreciate it. And y'all are the real MVPs of the situation, not the hussy <laughs> who, who caused me to relapse. Um, and even if that is the case, like, sweetheart, we wish you the best. We want, we want what's best for you. Not the best, like some good. But, but I'm just not. Don't, don't, don't come to our mess no more, okay? Don't come to my DMs. Don't come, but you can't because you blocked. But either way, <laughs> don't yes. try with anybody else, okay? Yes, listen. Love we, yours. <laughs> whoever's there. Whoever's there should have took your phone from you and told you that you are worth more than that. I bring the, the situation with Bree's cousin Everything that I've spoke about on air, that was probably the only time we actually had somewhat of a real thing off air and on air. And yet it wasn't anything any different that any couple goes through. It was just a disagreement. The only difference is I bring some not. Well, 
not even some. I just brought one or two maybe disagreements to the air because in my mind, I'm like, well, this may help someone, right? Like someone else may have gone through a similar disagreement in their relationship. And I'm trying to be selfless in that. I don't have to pretend to be perfect. I don't have to pretend that we're perfect because all we have to be is perfect for each other. We don't have to be perfect for anyone else. So to me, I was looking at it like it doesn't really matter. I didn't think that the, it was going to feel almost as if the world was collapsing. The one time I said that we weren't in the greatest of spaces. I've learned a valuable lesson. And, and, and I, I, a part of me wishes I didn't do it. But a part of me also learned a lot from it. And we got stronger from it. I think we had to go through something like that. We had to almost be challenged by strangers and by the world and by the opinions of people who don't know us to, to, to realize how irrelevant it really is. Does that make sense? And I think we've done that. And yeah. um, for people that are saying like the pandemic is an excuse and da 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 da. No, it's when you said that, you know, the pandemic was something that we went through as a couple. Um, we're still two very different individuals that had our own lives before we decided to make our lives as one. So what we're saying by this is the pandemic not only is mentally um, hard on you as a person, but when you are considerably with somebody every day of the week and every like every second is with that person and you're still figuring someone out. Like, that doesn't mean that we're saying the pandemic was the reason why we went through all these issues or we had an issue at all. It was us saying, like, the pandemic is real. Like, it was, it is mental. It does affect you to a certain extent. And we're not going to be making just rash decisions based upon us having to be stuck somewhere in a pandemic. Like, no, it's going to be a decision that me and you make for me and you. And whether we take the time, that's, what works for us, it works for us. And forgive us for not being as perfect as you and yours, man. <laughs> oh, man. You think we pretty much covered it? Um, You know, probably not. But Something else will come up and, <laughs> and we'll be prepared. That's all right. Just know we're together. And we're not together at the same time. And we're together. But either way, we're together. <laughs> <laughs> And it makes sense to us, and that's all that matters. We're getting it together so we could get it together, you heard? <laughs> Bo- that was boss. It was. I know. I was there. So, mind your business. You never know what people are going through. And Chadwick Boseman, is there a better example of that? Mm-mm, not at all. Mind your business. You never know what people are going through. I really do pray and hope that his passing was a lesson to so many of you just mean and cruel people for no reason who had so much to say about that man in his condition and you had no idea what he was going through, what he was doing. He did more in the time that he was given than people have done in multiple lifetimes. A lot of people are trying to run away from the fact that they had negative things to say. Don't run now. Don't run now. Show yourself. Let this be a lesson. I don't think there's much else to say about Chadwick that hasn't already been said. What I will say is this. Thank you. 
because I saw how many black kids took those pictures with toys next to them, putting up the Black Panther sign. I never believed in superheroes. I never cared about Marvel movies because I never had a black superhero to look up to as a kid. They do. Thank you. The truth of the matter is most of the world would not have that level of strength if you were given a death sentence. Let's be honest. A lot of us would be told that we, we're, we're going to die and we would crawl into a space of depression, anxiety, and it would make you almost not want to live what's left of your life. This man did the opposite. That man lived. He did everything he could have possibly done and complained about it. Never. Not a word. And shout out to his team because his team didn't let it get out. His team supported him and his dream and what he wanted. I think of if I if someone told me, Mo, you got a year to live. Before I knew what Chadwick accomplished, I probably would have been depressed that entire year. But no. No, that means you got a year to turn it up. Do y'all know the kind of strength that takes? The bravery? All right. Oh, this, that's what I got? Watch this. Every movie's iconic. Every one. That's character. We, that man was going through what every black man is going through right now on top of cancer. On top of the pressure. And in the movie that he just did with Spike Lee, one of the actors, I'm not going to call him out, but he called himself out. And he said, I had to check myself because I saw the treatment that he was getting. And I kept saying to myself, this man don't deserve all of this. Why are they treating him like he's a king or a god of some sort? Because he was. Because <laughs> he was going through 10 times more than what you've ever gone through and accomplishing 10 times more than you ever will at the same time. That's why. Don't be a hater. You don't know what the next person going through. You never know. Stay out of people's DMs with negativity. Stay out of people's comments with negativity. Stay out of people's lives with negativity. If you're not helping, you're hurting. And why are you hurting? You could be busy putting that energy into something you want to do instead of putting that energy into bringing somebody else down. It's corny. 2020 should have taught us that. It's a reason. Things happen for a reason. He was chosen to be the first black superhero for a reason. Because he's as close as you're going to get to a black superhero in real life. I don't know what else to say about a man of that magnitude, his legacy, everything. Some of us don't have the strength to even not put others down. <laughs> How easy is it to be kind? To support? I heard my whole life I couldn't do what I'm doing right now. What if I would have believed someone? I didn't. I believed in myself. And that's what everyone should do. That's what Chadwick did. He believed in himself. So much so that he put himself up there with the likes of the characters he played, the Jackie Robinsons, the Third Good Marshals. And I heard people saying he don't deserve a statue, he was just an actor. So the people who were racist deserve a statue? The people who got statues for killing people deserve the statue? But Chadwick, who inspired an entire nation of people, doesn't? He, he taught us so much in so little time. Think of the legends, some of the legends some of the Tupacs of the world. People don't realize Tupac was 24, 25 years old when he died. He's a kid. But 20 years later, we still talking about him. 
because you don't need a lot of time to leave a legacy. You just have to decide that you want to. That's what Chadwick did. He lived for himself, and in doing so, he lived for all of us. And as a black man, I've never been more proud of another individual that I've never met. Rest in peace forever, King. You deserve everything that you get. Your family deserves it. Way to live your life. Way to set an example. Way to be what all of these black kids have that I didn't have when I was a black kid. Way to go, fam. Rest easy. You earned it. Wakanda forever. Next week, bitches. I hope you learn to make it on your own And if you let yourself just know you'll never be alone I hope that you get everything you want and that you chose I hope that it's the realest thing that you ever know Hope you get the pretty girls that's pretty at everything Million dollar cribs having million dollar dreams And when you get it all just remember one thing Remember one thing That one man could change the world one man could change the world. All I, all I wanted was a hundred million dollars and a bad chick. Imagine this a month. At Centro, we have everything you need with lots of great offers in our Centro range. Like Centro Stillwater 9-pack 500ml, now only €2.60. Centro Homestyle Oven Chips 1.5kg, now only €1.40. And Centro Dishwasher Tablets 5-in-1 Lemon 30-pack, now only €1.55. Centro. Live every day. Choose TU Dublin and you're choosing more than just your next step. You're choosing infinite possibilities with courses in business, the arts, science, engineering and more. You're choosing the path that suits you from level six all the way to PhD on three different campuses accessible any way you travel. Choose infinite possibilities. Choose TU Dublin on your CAO. That's so nice it felt like that I had it back on the mattress staring at the ceiling trying to connect the dots but it's all making those attachments. I'm at Carphone Warehouse, we've got the best deals in town. Get massive savings on bill pay with brands like Samsung, iPhone, Huawei and Google Pixel. Shop our range of smartwatches, fitness trackers, wireless headphones and phone accessories. And we've got unbelievable prices on SIM-free and prepay phones. Shop online at carphonewarehouse.ie Certainty. With Volkswagen Commercial Vehicles, it's included as standard. The Crafter, Transporter and the all-new 5th generation Caddy are more innovative, dynamic and efficient than ever before. Now with HP Finance from 0%, purchase contributions of up to €3,500 and service plans from €9.99, they're the smart next step for your business. For vans and offers you can rely on always. Contact your local Volkswagen commercial vehicles dealer or visit volkswagenvans.ie and leave the rest to us. Finance provided by way of higher purchase agreement from Volkswagen Financial Services Ireland and subject to lending criteria. Terms and conditions apply. There was a monster who lived in the trees In the house that would rattle and shake in the breeze It was cold and small with a terrible leak That would drip on her head and her hands and her beak She needed it fixed and all in one batch Because she had an egg that was ready to hatch So she went to the credit union for a renovation loan And got new windows, insulation and extended her home Monster loans from the credit union Imagine more Loans are subject to approval. Terms and conditions apply. If you do not meet the repayments on your loan, your account will go into arrears. This may affect your credit rating, which may limit your ability to access credit in the future. Credit unions in the Republic of Ireland are regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. 
at Centro. We have everything you need with lots of great offers in our Centro range. Like Centro Stillwater 9-pack 500ml, now only €2.60. Centro Homestyle Oven Chips 1.5kg, now only €1.40. And Centro Dishwasher Tablets 5-in-1 Lemon 30-pack, now only €1.55. Centro. Live every day. Certainty. With Volkswagen Commercial Vehicles, it's included as standard. The Crafter, Transporter and the all-new 5th generation Caddy are more innovative, dynamic and efficient than ever before. Now with HP Finance from 0%, purchase contributions of up to €3,500 and service plans from €9.99. They're the smart next step for your business. For vans and offers you can rely on always. Contact your local Volkswagen commercial vehicles dealer or visit volkswagenvans.ie and leave the rest to us. Finance provided by way of higher purchase agreement from Volkswagen Financial Services Ireland and subject to lending criteria. Terms and conditions apply. You know the Skoda Kodiak? Now meet the Kamek. It can fit a starting team of NBA players, a four-ball and a caddy, a quartet and their conductor, or the front five in a scrum. How much space do you need? The Kamek has all the benefits of the Kodiak, the tech, the style, and the SUV feel. Because at Skoda, we put big thinking into each of our cars. So you see, the Kamek is not small. It's just smaller. The new Skoda Kamek. Visit skoda.ie. 